0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: Uh, You know, I've turned into Mr.
2: Fix-It, which I've said many times. I'm good at destruction, (laughs) not fixing. I don't think you've really turned into Mr. Fix-It, because... You already said you're in cable. That. You're, you're trying to turn into Mr.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. The dishwasher is still sitting there with cinder blocks <laughs> under it. Nobody has said a word now. We've gotten over how it looked. Oh, boy.
0: And so... So, so it does do its function. It functions. I'm
1: proud of it. That's all it can I mean, this is... <laughs> MacGyver was the number one show for a while That's for right. a reason. That's right. And so now we go in there. You know, I take a shower. And I... Start hearing the commode go bloop, bloop,
2: bloop, 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 which is a bad sign. It's never good. So I thought,
1: you really never want your
2: commode to be making any noise other than the flush. No, especially
1: from 20 yards away. Exactly. And so I tell Missy, I'm like, call the plumber. And she's like, oh. I said, well, look, let me. Let me uh
2: which, which that I understand if you're let getting Let me that take reaction, a whack at it. Well, and you're getting that reaction, I agree. I mean it should be well, I tell Lisa that she's I hear beep, beep beep
1: beep, beep, beep No, I mean she, she went, didn't.
2: Oh so I said, Well let me take a take a gander.
1: And she I hesitated. She didn't so I thought Phew. she she see my, Missy wants me to be Mr. Fix she thinks it. she's driving you too. Though. I'm not. She's Chase,
0: right. You, are, Part of you the... are fulfilling the strange text that the Apostle Paul said about First <laughs> Corinthians seven. People who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you that. So you're telling us up front, this is one of the deals. So your mo- woman's keep... groaning because the commode is blurping. We're in this. Go for marriage, Chase. See what,
2: what happened by the way, Dad oh. that was Dad's quote at Sadie's wedding, just so you know. Yeah, well, at the wedding, <laughs> well, I got their attention. I've always it? said when people say, "Oh, I got to go do some honeydews," I didn't know what that meant, and I was like, "Cause you're thinking melon, maybe? What is that honeydew? Honeydew melon?
1: uh that honeydew melon. I ate one of those for the first time the other day. That's is that one not the greatest things I've ever eaten? Honeydew and we were is It was fantastic. 102 degrees. We were metal detecting. Oh, you oil. pulled a field and just ate it out in the field. Well, Bob, Bob, uh, Bob's an interesting <laughs> fella. Came he, up with a watermelon. He, no, a honeydew. We, well, that's we, a melon. Yeah. Well, I know, but I'd never eaten one. Oh, wow. And They're I said, amazing. Bob? Because usually he he only eats a, a can of spinach and with a can of tuna fish. And so he always offers it to me. He eats the same thing every time. You, you meant
0: spinach
1: hmm. and he tuna he, fish? he takes a can and tuna fish of, and, and he eats that every time. When we're out there, and he's, how old is he? Ah, uh, sixty-five, maybe. Hmm. And uh, he always says here, and I'm like, I don't do canned spinach <laughs> or canned. When I eat fish, <laughs> I go catch one. I don't let somebody else put that in a can and say, "Ooh, tuna fish." Did so, you get
2: that? Speaking, of, I just thought of it. Some fans in a or some listeners sent a uh, their favorite sardines. I forwarded that to you. Did you get that? Not, not to that I recall.
0: Oh man, send I'll, I'll, it to me again because I to, They were yeah. good, but but I got to stay with the king. Oh, is, oh, you ate them? I, I, I tried them. Oh, I, okay. I, you like the? They were good. Or... But but I I think King Oscar's got okay. the eggs. Well I must have sent it to Dan then. And yeah. we're not. These were by skinless. <laughs> they take this they, they skint the fish, skint the sardines. Oh, that's right, and gutted them because
1: we were talking. About See, the, that's everything. Missy, she won't try it because she like, like skin it has the, the guts.
2: skin and the gut. Well, this this company, whoever it was, skins them and guts them.
1: Yeah, that's I kind of like it. the idea. I'll try. Yeah. They were Cause cause good. I'm not Send going it to me again Phil. so I can. Pour I mean, it Phil
2: it said he makes the greatest
1: you know coffee in the world, and it you know makes me gag. So <laughs> that's why I, if it weren't for the veterans in actual pretty good coffee, you know, it'd be rough around here. So anyway, so I go in there. I, you know, I thought, let's start with the hole of the drain. There's two screws, took them out.
2: You know, I got a light. I thought, Hmm, I could tell there was something in there. I was, let me stop you there. So I'm amazed because you're beyond my, me. So you you concluded? I mean, I would have not even made the link the that the bubbling, gurgling commode was linked to your well, your drain but and, the water
1: was backing up. Okay, in so the you didn't have water
2: backing. up. That's okay, always
1: but, a bad sign. Yeah. Well, of course. Wait, well, we're standing in an and angle I deep thought, of water. You know, let me just take a look. See here. Well, I look and I thought, okay, I I actually thought it was like a barnet when I looked down in there. I thought, hmm. We have well, a we. This is something with fur.
0: <laughs> clogged hair used to it, it could be a sign of. I you, thought I told y'all you this got a big wharf well,
1: rat. Have, have I <laughs> have I not told you this story?
0: Well, you
2: know, Jay's the redneck. When you assume that an animal is in your shower drain, I don't know that that would be most people's first. You know, there may usually, be a, there a possum. <laughs> there was a possum in
1: my garage. Well, the other her, day. You did tell us that story. Okay. Well, anyway, so here's what I it. did. The
0: unclogging of drains never. I, Tends to get my way. I don't know. People don't I'm not a plumber.
1: Your best friend's a plumber, though, right? He is, but I didn't. I should have called him, yeah. I guess, now that I think about it. But I didn't. And so I went out and looked at my shop. You know, every man has a shop. Yep. Well, my shop's full, filled with ammo, fishing supplies. <laughs> Decoys. Deco- I don't have any tools. I've got a toolbox that I've had for 30 years that yeah. doesn't have any
2: tools that in it. That sounds like me. It's got three things left in it.
1: So I looked out there with all my things that I could use. And I thought, I think I got it. I have an idea. So I took an arrow, and I opened up a package of brand-new broadheads, and I put a broadhead on it. And you're like, what are you doing? So what I did was I took the arrow, and I started going down the hole with the broadhead until I found resistance. And I Thought to myself, this sounds like plumbing one hundred and one. This is here. not the pipe that I'm fixed to go <laughs> yeah, through. <this> is, <laughs> but I just pushed and it went down, and I thought, okay, I think we're home. And so I started twisting. Good move. And, look, and so then I just started pulling, and you've and got
0: something on the end oh, of the line. It, it. So you're the pressure, are you, you're
1: fishing now. You're basically fishing. Guess, yeah. Pressure started to mount, and I thought, <laughs> I have the beast. <laughs> I have. The,
0: <laughs> I you was, have a homemade, a homemade rooter, rotor, yeah. out so, of a broad tip arrow. There you go. So
1: I see the fur. Good thinking so far. I see
0: the fur coming up,
1: and I'm like, I got. You're it. still thinking as an animal. Or something. I did. Okay. I thought it was a rat, and uh, well, it when once I got to the opening of the hole, I mean, it just suction created in that, and it just, I mean, it came out, <laughs> and I went, oh my, it was the size of a football. I would say.
2: Just and a it's kind fur of shaped
1: ball. like a football, like yeah. a furball. Yeah. And I looked and I was like, you know what? That's just hair, <laughs> which I have a lot of hair. <laughs> and evidently I'm losing some of it because it's going down the drain. Yep. And know? Missy too, bro. Yeah. And
0: so I'm like.
1: I fixed the plumbing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, of course, that's then I'm like... The, that's wa- the greatest ad that Keeps could ever have. <laughs> so you wonder where your hair went? Check the drain. One of, yeah. our, one of our sponsors, <laughs> Keeps. So, uh, yeah, it actually will help with
1: your plumbing, Bill. So I said, fix the plumbing. And uh, I said, look, I want to show you this. And she's like, I, I don't want to see whatever's in that bag. I was like, it's hair. She's like, that is so gross. She started start talking about how gross it was. I could tell she was getting nauseous. I was like...
0: Well, it wasn't gross when it was on your head. (laughs) This is not gross. Back to the text. People who marry will face many troubles in this life. Now we're arguing over a hairball and a bag. Jace, this subdivision of living, son, is is getting out of hand up here where you are. I'm telling you. So here's what's funny.
1: So I go, you know, next time I take a shower. Nope. Still back. Oh, no, you didn't didn't get it it all. Well, I thought I didn't get it all, but...
0: You know, so we did. Talked. You check the flat, the the shower drain. That was
1: where I got it from. The shower drain. Yeah, and right. so, so then I said, "Well, call the plumber because I I I either need a ten foot arrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this may be flexible." Yeah, I was like, I went to you know as far as I could go down. They have what they call a trap that traps that down in there. That's why it's got that sharp curve in it well, mine it, don't have a trap
1: my house was built in 1950 and that was before traps i guess uh, maybe so under uh, your
0: house but there's one there oh, there's one so there. the
1: plumber come you know so i was watching them well they're you know got these cables oh they got big old they're roto rooted oh going, you mean they cleaned it out they go in 10 minutes well i'm i'm getting to the end of the story <laughs> so they go 10 minutes they're like no nah, it wasn't a hairball because i told them my little story and it was like good job but should have called us. <laughs> And so they cleaned it out because they want that money. Oh yeah! So they cleaned it all out. And they're like, you know, take a shower. Everybody's happy. Three days later, which is last night. Three days later, I'm I'm in there in the shower. I turned it on, you know, to get get it going, and I hear that commode. Oh boy! I'm like, what the heck? Now I've gone the arrow. I paid the plumber.
2: And now we're right back to where we we're started. Still bubbling. So I, I, I don't know. Well, that means you got a major
0: problem. On down now. the way.
2: Yep. Of course, we had one. In, ours was one time doing something similar. Chase, you
0: need to get some kind of cash going. Throw off one of them stocks you're into. You know, get you a little spare cash for these plumbers. <laughs> You're going to have a fleet of plumbers. Plumbing is a great just, business because you all people always oh, need them. You got to have them. Got to have them. I
1: love I plumbers. I just told you that's that,
0: essential workers. Look, that's what, what
1: my only point for that story is once you go down the road of being Mr. Fix It, you're never it's a legalistic opera. You're never going to win that. <laughs> you will never achieve happiness. And you can happiness. never get you back yep. out. You can't there. get out. That's you right. can't plead the their <laughs> pleasure will never happen as
2: right. a result
1: because things keep breaking. Right. It's called life.
2: And it, then it's not going to look and, great. And I've noticed some uh, people that really are good men that can do stuff. They don't like doing it either because they do it for a living. Yeah. So their wives are on their case the whole time. They're like, eh, you know, the last thing I want to do is get home is go work on this crap. So it's, you're right. It's a, so what I've done is I've completely punted. I'm just like, I'm an idiot. I, I don't know anything. Don't even confuse me with that. Even when they come to Earth, they say, "Well, Mr. Rose," I say, "Oh, just don't even tell me. Just fix it." You know, I mean, I just, I'm just writing a check That's just to I mean.
0: enlighten what you're doing a little bit. For the last six weeks, every day, I go down there, and I have the pro- the problem identified. The whole thing, beavers, packing <laughs> pipes. With mud, I knew we were debris. gonna breathe. <laughs> You've got the same thing on a smaller scale, that's right. But mm-hmm. every day, of, I've been down there this morning. You pull right. up and they've packed it full, yeah. you get it all going again. It flows all day, you can only let it flow in the day because beavers don't work in the daytime.
1: Well, why don't you just make what I'm
0: saying when you need to make a pole I've that has one. the equivalent. Of, like, three blades. I have multiple. But <laughs> what I do is I, I leave where the limbs come out. The first limbs come out of a sapling. Well, I was 20 feet metal long. metal, steep. <laughs> look, the end of my poles, I've got to look like this. And I'm grabbing mud and sticks, when I, and I'm rotor-rooting. But I got a hold of one the other day. I went up in there 20 foot with a track hole with a rope tied on that pole, bringing forward like a rotor-rooter. I went 20 feet up in there, pulled it back out, gouged it again, pulled it back out. This is a 30-inch pipe, not a little two-inch drain pipe like your deal. I got a 30-inch pipe with mud and debris. I've got them all unstopped, but my neighbor's who's draining through me. So we had to cut the levee to drain the water instead of rod the – we never did get it. By the way, Jay's
2: dad told me this the other day. He's probably hadn't told you that our neighbor – Whenever they couldn't get it done, he was like, "We tried some of what Dad's telling. Me. He said it won't work." And so you know what they boiled down to? Dynamite. <laughs> I tried to tell you that's <laughs> that was when, the worst. That's word when used. I said, "Y'all get it all," because I just looked at <laughs> all up and Jace said, was right the was right though. That was a
1: time in your life where you like <laughs> they, they broke
0: out the dynamite and I disappeared. <laughs> Rednecks Is and dynamite, <laughs> bad combo. All right, let's take a break. But you finally got it, hey.
2: So I, I love, uh, I say it a lot, a lot on the podcast, Dad's description of the Internet as computer land, in your mind, is like this far away. In the cloud. In the cloud. It's, it's
0: a land I've never
2: traveled. <laughs> well, you know, you know, now they call it the cloud, Dad. Well, so there's it's... a cloud, but
1: it's not a cloud. When you think cloud, you look up in the sky. Yeah. You can find the cloud in the virtual realm of internet reality in computer land as you find the cloud and you
0: find the crowd
2: <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh. <laughs> look at there. that's a marketing genius <laughs> yeah find the cloud find the crowd well, one of our uh, sponsors is uh net suite america basically what they do is is they have part of that cloud business system dad that's what they do uh, they're in the cloud and a bunch of companies are basically there with them. And so a uh, great place, great way to be able to help your business, especially uh, to check these guys out. So if you, uh, if you reach out to these guys at netsuite.com slash fill, that's netsuite, S-U-I-T-E, um, you're going to get a free guide, seven actions businesses need to take now. You get a free product tour of all their stuff. So check them out, netsuite.com slash fill, where the cloud is, the crowd is. Good luck to you, <laughs> <laughs> Jace's Hairball. Man, that's interesting. Uh, we already get back to the Book of John. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm waiting on it.
2: Well, we got uh, last time we had some really uh, good stuff to talk about. We kind of just dove into the first five verses of the Book of John, mm-hmm. just to reset it in case that you're new and you had you didn't hadn't heard it yet. There's a man that Jesus and his disciples run up on, and he's been blind since birth. And so the disciples pose the question: Who sinned that he is like this? Him or his parents? Basically, saying somebody messed up, or he wouldn't have been born this way. And and we started the conversation that that's kind of the old age old thing: Why does why do bad things happen to good people? There must be bad people. There's and just mindset. in life, I mean, even like you know, things just
1: things just happen. You know what I mean yeah i
2: mean it there, there's no that's a good point that sometimes there's just circumstance and happenstance as well as you know a, you know a lot of reasons why things happen well, I mean just like the plumbing story i mean you it
1: was nobody's fault, but it it you know bad plumbing
0: can cause your your whole life to crumble. <laughs> I mean, this must be fixed. It's like the coronavirus, sons and daughters of God. You say there's a possibility they may come down with disease, and you say, "Well, God's God says He uses them to punish the wicked. He threatened to use them if you don't do right. I'll put pandemics. What what uh, He did to Pharaoh, one plague after the other, you know. All that. So people get to thinking, well, how, you know, maybe I'll escape it. But that's another reason to be a child of the resurrection That's because right. you never know. That's well, exactly you can't right.
1: spend your whole life trying to figure out why. That's right. That's about right. anything. That's right. I mean, in, in our case— Some of
0: our brothers have had coronavirus. They've called, you know, Some of them ask questions about it. Man, I'm, man, am I being punished here? I mean, is that what you're saying? I said, look, I'm not saying that. I said, just be prepared for physical for death anything. at any time. <clears throat> well, in Jesus, the true power—
1: is that no matter what happens, you're going to be able to trump whatever happens by God's power, ultimately through the resurrection, but also just in your attitude. And You know, what's inspiring about life is when you see people who have reasons to quit and they don't. Well, then all of a sudden we have inspiration. You You know, the the Apostle
0: Paul listed all kinds of sufferings, Including jail beatings, you know, oh, yes. everything, and you, uh, he had a list this long. He uh-huh. was telling the Corinthians what had happened to him. He said, "But we carry on, That's Just right. keep moving forward." You, all you you're
2: right. You think about that. If anybody, I, even if I lived through three or four things on Paul's list, I think it was pretty rough. Rough go
0: of it, right? You know, how yeah. many times he say forty lashes minus, minus one, the one yeah. thirty-nine? Well,
2: lashes. I've said
1: this before. I'm friends with a kid. Well, he's not a kid anymore. He's twenty years old, but. You know, the average lifespan for someone with the condition he had was like seven. And he he just refused to believe that. And he's, you know, he's a believer. And so every time the doctors, of course, they look at him as like, well, he's the longest living person with this disease. It's about this long, the word. Right. But he refuses to to get into the stats or acknowledge that whatsoever because he's like, I'm a son of God you know i'm not worried about whatever number what stat but it's all in how you respond to that right. i and mean he's still here he's still here there you go he's the average age or i think the longest living was 7 and he's 20 yeah. so he's pretty much turned that upside down which he believes god healed him and even though he's he's sick and he has bad days in his mind He just chose to say this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life rather than look at the stats and say, yeah, I'm going to die at seven. And, you know, now the world would just say, well, that kid just got a strong will or he's a survivor because that's what the doctors are saying. Well, I've never seen such the will to live. As as this young man. It's unusual, but of course he gives the credit to
2: God, you know. We got a pastor friend of ours, a former pastor now, he's doing some other stuff, but and he's got a little girl, I think she's about twelve now, and she's been down, we've all met her, and her name is Riley. And she was born with this terrible thing, and and they couldn't even diagnose her, and so she couldn't speak, she had a trach, and she got all these you know issues with her back and she can't walk, so she's in a wheelchair. And so when I first met him, you know, but she was the sweetest little girl. He's got the little glasses on. And, and by now, by the time I met her, she had started talking. She didn't start talking until she was seven years old. And mm-hmm. um, so, you know, he, a lot of people ask him about it. He gets those same questions because this girl turns out she's 12 now. They just diagnosed her a year or two ago, but she's the only person on the planet that ha- they've made up a new one. She's the only one that has it. Whatever it is. And again, it's this long thing. She was born with these maladies, but it's like nothing else. You know, they they looked at all the other things that have caused this in children, couldn't find it. And so that's what Josh and her dad and I were talking about. It was like but we all see the work of God displayed in her life. I mean, now she's like praise and worship, you know, her hands are up there. Mm-hmm. They could they go to where Giglio is in Atlanta and you know, just watching her. This is, you know, a girl that could be bitter and all that, but she's sweet, she loves the Lord, she's Praising God, and I was like, well, every time I see her, and she inspires me, mm-hmm. you know, because they understood this concept. Of course, we didn't talk about this last time, but maybe part of this whole thought about you know, someone's sin is therefore causing this cause and effect of what's bad in their lives. You know, sin did cause the original sin in the garden brought death. I mean, because God said, if, if this happens, you're going to die. Well, then there's a big debate on whether that was spiritual death
1: right. or physical death. But it actually brought both. <clears throat> it brought both because they. he said you're no longer, which I think we differ on how we feel about this, but they were separated from God because he kicked them out of the garden. But they were also separated from that tree, tree of, of life, life. <clears throat> which I don't believe the Bible you know, puts things in there by accident. Cause he says you will no longer be able to stretch out your hand and eat from the tree of life. Correct.
2: So it actually brought brought both. Now, which I've always thought, <clears throat> and this is just a theory, that whatever properties that the Almighty put into that fruit were, had such an impact that they were going to live as long as
0: they didn't see it. This is the ultimate antibiotic. Oh, you, you talk about. <laughs> well, it doesn't
2: bother me that you can eat something and he can keep you. Alive. Which know, is forever. why I think for generations the first few generations they were all but, living to be a thousand years old. But I mean, I think it was out. from whatever that fruit was. Well you know, I even mean maybe. Guy, but everybody
1: debates this, but you gotta remember, and I've seen, you know, theologians get up and argue about why this can't be okay, this thing started with making man from dust.
2: Well, let's debate that. Or a woman from a rib. Well, right. I think how are you gonna pull I think that off?
0: From the first Human beings, Adam and Eve, this is my thinking on it. Uh, this is no mutations, no, this right. this gene pool is, is pure. Yep. Well, I think that's why you say, yeah, you're middle aged when you get to be 500 or 450 years. Yeah. You're just now, you well, boys I remember
2: are, my middle age years, yeah. four to 600. These
0: guys, when they got into about 400 and something, I said, boy, you, you the old time is catching up with you. But they're living eight, 900 years. You're like, whoa. Well, I wonder if they're populating the if Earth. If you Give 40, that six or 7,000 years. I'm a young Earth man. Y'all may not be, but I am. And you say, give that all these mutated, mutations that happen. You say, they're, it's growing. We, we just And now we're down to 70, if you're lucky, and well, you 80, if you, you have do you think it's like strength. a
1: dog, though? I mean, like a do- in dog years, do you think they f- – like when they were four hundred, were they like forty? Are you just adding the zero, or did they just get old and just stay there till nine hundred? Oh, I, you know that's a good all person. I know <laughs> is if you
0: live to nine hundred. At 450, you're about halfway, which is, I just looked at the math and said, well, that's about well, middle so my, age. My
1: theory is always. Wouldn't well, you forget how old you are? You know, it'd Maybe. be a, it'd I mean, be a
0: cool could... thing to get to be 450 and you just now reached middle age. But, right. but you I would know have no idea,
2: it, Phil, because you don't I know what one thing, you if, you are half the time.
0: Re, if you wanted to populate the earth, you would have done that. Right.
2: A lot of kids. But, Jays, you may be right because Abraham lived to be, I think it was 150. Mm-hmm. And when he was... You know, it just starts down all of a sudden. Well, when he was in his 90s and about to be 100, he said, my body's as good as dead in terms of reproducing. Mm-hmm. So he made it sound like... It wasn't like middle age for him. I mean, you think... Wow, well, I know. So, so it seemed like he was already old. And well, he can just you lived.
1: imagine? Because, I mean, you see somebody that's 100 years old. I mean, they're old. <laughs> 900? I mean, this guy... <laughs> It's just a skeleton. <laughs> He's got to be weathered.
2: I mean, you know, can you imagine the skin on a nine hundred year old about man? A tough old
0: coot. All I know is, by the time you get to be nine hundred, I don't know when the sexual activity stopped, but it would be a lot faster to get the population of Earth. You know, the according to the United Nations, I studied their little deal, like, timeline. The the curve, the the it, just, it was a flat line. For 5,000 years, 6,000, years. Well, people 7, went crazy years. when,
1: you know, like Viagra was, was yeah. invented. Yeah. Because right. now Whereas all the of a sudden old The population, population, the old the population yeah. didn't
0: start up till about the Industrial Revolution, and that's when it started going off, took off like a rocket, and they looked up and it was 7.2 billion of us a thousand years before then, it was about two hundred and fifty million worldwide, according to the United Nations. Right. They studied it. You say, Boy, this thing took off like a rocket about three hundred years ago. But but it was low, low, low yeah. up until then.
2: Well, can you imagine
1: I, I what I was just, in that tree of life?
2: Oh man. I Ooh. mean, there had to be a property. Let's let's take a break. So one of my favorite uh one of my favorite sponsors is uh, Tommy John because they make the best, most breathable underwear in the world. You know, and I, and I've tried a lot of different ones. So. I
0: always thought you're somewhat of a sissy if you're talking <laughs> about your underwear. A man, uh, a man wow. discussing underwear. I'm like, no. <laughs> Well, Phil, well, they are selling
2: it. How are you uh, going to sell it? you got to do That's what market. I'm saying. I'm all in on uh, Mr. John,
0: whoever you are. I'm all in on it. I'm, 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 actually, tell you it what, does I will, not take away your manhood, but to me, it's a little bit soft. I will raise my hand. I am a
2: sissy when it comes to underwear. because I never
1: had a discussion about underwear. Me we either. never have.
2: That's, it's a, ever. It's the first one we've ever had is on this podcast. And so basically, they call it Cool Cotton, It's and it's so great in the summer because that's when it's just...
0: Is cotton is the best material, well, and this like, is like a, a cotton really t-shirt soft on cotton. because in the hot summertime mm-hmm. in Louisiana, this this keeps you cooler than any of it. Yeah, white yeah. t-shirt, cotton. It's,
2: it's good. Cotton is the best. Right. And, and it used to be white. Now yeah, well, yeah. It's got a few stains. Many colors. In, you know. So here's what you do: go to TommyJohn.com/slash/Phil to get twenty percent off your first order. And look, this is only for a limited time, so don't wait around. That's TommyJohn.com/slash/Phil for twenty percent off. Tommyjohn.com slash Phil. No, and that's my point. My point is, is that physical death did begin there because that's what God said. But there were spiritual death. I mean, it was both. I mean, to me, it's pretty clear. And maybe that's where this idea came from then because, well, that was cause and effect. You know, you sin, you die, which is true, yeah. and that's why the restoration, which is the rest of the Bible, is that you're reconnecting with God first to reconnect spiritually, but then also to say we can live forever.
0: The follow up well, on right. this on this guy who was born blind. Just the follow up text, Al. It's it's almost funny.
1: Well, um, it, yeah, is. it is. Funny. It's <laughs> about it, the, the reason I told you about uh, being Mister Fix It because I'm not. <laughs> But if you don't have any, you know, skills, you just have to have common sense. But in this case, if you were just not a believer and you thought, well, here's a guy that's born blind. Here comes Jesus. The way he chose to fix this. okay, number one, it's offensive (laughs) because the only thing that would guarantee a fight or a butt whooping when I was a kid is if I spit. On one of my brothers, I, I don't know if you remember, that was a don't do. Yeah. Once that happens, there will be bloodshed. <laughs> if you spit on me. Spit <laughs> you Willie's
0: Willie. Well, that's man. such an offensive thing. But in this case, he makes a little mud out of his. How does that well, read out? In verse 6, he says, he, uh, he spit on the ground.
2: This is this man born blind. He spit on the ground. So he just imagine a big spit to, enough to make some mud. Which back to a Josie Wells reference.
1: They yep. they they made a B story, which is what you say in Hollywood, over spitting. <laughs> you because would have thought, most people look, they spit in the yeah, South.
0: You would have thought it would have been more of a uh, physician type move. But in this case, this is the Direct opposite. A, Instead of saying, well, he was sorta of like positional about it. He said, Yeah, it looks like you've had some problems there. Hey, and, let me make a mud pie. You know, this is a mud pie is what he's making. I mean, this is a
1: this is a tough issue because
2: but people you know what, in the north, you, this he is he a cultural uh
1: what would you call it? Controversy? Because people in the north don't spit. Well,
2: yeah, they they it's almost be well. It's, it's rude, offensive, rude, it like. It.
1: So I was in New York City. You know, I spit on the ground, which there's very little of it there, mm-hmm. and people would look at you like. I mean, without even like a dip of snow, just spit on the ground. I don't know what. I had something in my mouth that I thought I need to spit this out. But you're talking. They're <laughs> like, how dare you spit on the ground? This is this is offensive.
0: Look through all through him, all things were created. John chapter one. We cover this few months ago you're like so here he is but if he made human beings out from the dust of the earth well we have one that he made all things were made through him and you say so he's the one that created humanity father son holy spirit and now spitting on the ground if he brought you from dust to begin with uh spitting on the ground would be kind of like well gather that up you say i i He's basically saying, listen, well,
2: there's nothing that I can't do. I guess divine, <laughs> divine spit. But so, essentially, because you're right, it's in, I wonder what their cultural moray was for the situation about the spitting. Because, you know, I, I was just reading this week, Jays, that the, there's all the new rules for Major League Baseball, coronavirus style, because it's about starting two weeks. One is no spitting. No spitting. No spitting. Well, they're in They're trying League
1: to get baseball. at that. No tobacco chew. Yeah, probably, there goes anyway.
2: there goes uh, Copenhagen. But think about you know? it, when you watch a baseball game. How often do you see a well, baseball player spit? Whether it's he's just spit. There's some of them that just they're every there thirty at the seconds. Well, just, some of them are like professional sunflower. That's right. Uh, combiners.
1: Yeah, yeah. they, they put right. it in their mouth. They're, they're just, just there's they're holes, holes coming are, out of the corner of their right. mouth, and yeah. I'm like. I'm like, the dude is a professional son. <laughs> so they were
2: interviewing some guy when I was reading this, one of the players, and he's because they were saying, what about the new restrictions? And they were listening to all this stuff. And he said, well, to be honest, the only thing I'm worried about is the spitting. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I've you, spent my whole life from when I was. a, uh, And I'm looking out there at my six-year-old grandson playing baseball last night. Guess what he's doing? Spitting about every 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. I said, well, he's a ball player. I mean, that's yeah. how I know. But he him.
1: chose something gross. And then he said, go wash yourself, which I think. A lot of people, if you know, if you're going to spit on the ground, if this is what it's going to take, so he put
2: it on his eyes. He
1: made a little mud
2: pie. Of course, he put, can't
1: see what he's yeah, doing, probably. But right. everybody else is thinking this is
2: great. But
1: it so, wasn't over
2: then because he had to go. He said, "Go
1: washing the pool of Siloam." Well, because he's Which, got another man spit. <laughs>
2: Which has turned into mud on his eyes when well, you need a shower. Well, and here's the thing. There was a lot of, you know, the Jews were, had a lot of ceremonial issues about a lot of stuff. And so that's part of these. They had to, they would have to go wash a lot of times in a pool if they had, had a disease or whatever. And then they would have to go quarantine for a while. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of stories in there about this. So maybe it had something to do with that. The man went, he washed, and he came home seeing. So it worked. Now, but, but now how do you tell the story? Well, right. It's like untellable. But look, I want to... Before- You're like, I
1: was blind. I was born blind. Put dirt in
2: your eyes you
1: and gotta fix your right up. You go down to the local higher power, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're moving on, and you say, well, I was blind for 40 years. <laughs> And a guy, I met a guy, (laughs) and and they tell me he spit on the ground (laughs) because he didn't see it. So they had to tell him. Somebody told him. And he then he told me to go wash. And they're like, "Oh, so now you're high on cocaine?" (laughs) I mean, seriously, no one would believe this. And you read it in the
2: Bible, and you say, "No, this is." What are we doing? So here? before we get to the reaction, because it is almost comical for, for a little ways here in, in John 9, I want to read you this from Mark 8. Here's another story, another situation. This is verse 22. It's in the Beseda, which we've talked about Beseda before. Some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. Because remember, Jesus has multiple – He sometimes he touches – somebody. Some one woman touched him yeah. and got healed. So there's all these different ways. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. So imagine this scenario.
0: And sometimes when someone told him about an ailment – Oh,
2: then he just spoke it. He just did it. Remember the Yeah, we talked Before about got that. the rich man's son. So when he had – here's what he did with this guy. He didn't make mud. He just spit on the man's eyes. Where's this at? This is Mark 8. Yeah, that's he one spit. that
0: said, said I, I, I oh, yeah. can see, but it
2: looked like trees
0: so walking that's come, around. So
2: he spit on the man's eyes, and he put his hands on him, and Jesus said, do you see anything? So you, we talk about gross. Forget it. The mud was bad, but he. what about somebody which, just which Which got me a butt whooping as a kid. <laughs> that's right. He said, And then Jesus said, do you see anything? He looked up, and he said, I see people, but they look like trees walking around. You know, so he he's blurred vision from the spit. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then they were opened. His sight was restored. He saw everything clearly, and he said, "Don't go into the village." Now you talk about a bizarre. That's another bizarro healing. Now the the reason why, by the way, I'll just give you
0: the short. By the way, out of all the ways you you know the reason, I know the reason. Out of all the ways you could have presented this story to the human race. Because atheists right now are saying these idiots, they <laughs> actually right. believe that. That's exactly. Right. What do you do, Jace? When the, I do believe it, I do too. <laughs> I think
1: it's so crazy, off the wall. It's so off the wall that I'm like, "Yep, makes sense to me." I, I think a lot of it too is what would you, what would you do to allow. You know if you want to be free from something what what would you dare to to try? I mean a lot of people say, well, I'll try anything and then you tell them what to do, and they're like, "I ain't doing that right I mean that's redneck culture one o one you tell yep. somebody how to how to fix something I mean even I hate to use myself for example, but go back to that stupid dishwasher, but I'm like, this' will work right here right. missy's like, nope Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't like the way that looks. I don't like <laughs> the way it feels. It seems weird. It, well, this is way worse than that, and this is real life. So oh, I mean, yeah. this is,
2: so. let's take another break. So one of our new sponsors is uh, a group called ScoreMaster.com, and I didn't know much about this until I did a little research into it, Jase. But these guys are basically help you uh, lower your credit. Let's see let me get, do that again. So, what these guys do is they help you raise your credit score. Yeah. So it so you have a higher number. Apparently, when you, if you're trying to you know buy a boat, buy a house, do you know buy you ATV, you have to go and get a loan, and it's hard to get a loan if your credit number is lower, which means you may have. Yeah, had some they problem. just look down and see your credit number and say. Heck no. Or we're going to have about 6 or 8% more interest on us. That's kind of the way it works. So it's really hard for people that are just starting and all that and struggling because, you know, the score is low. So these guys have a way. It's a great system uh, to help raise that up. I mean, they talk about some that have raised 61 points in less than 20 days. So obviously it can help you and help you quickly uh, if you need these guys. So we want you to check them out. Uh, scoremaster.com slash Phil that's scoremaster.com slash Phil and get your credit score. Up. So my theory is that Jesus didn't have a power outage. It wasn't like it was a short circuit healing. Well, that's like, not a theory. That's true. And that's true. Okay. So, so he, there had to be an emotive, like you said before, it he doesn't do things just by accident. So he okay. gives he gives a little lesson to his disciples, just like we're about to get to at the end of John nine, where he talks about they're seeing but they're not seeing. You know,
0: haven't Which you? Which is know? the same thing we're talking exactly. about exactly. So my, by the way, they're arguing about whether it was really him or not. Well, right. Some of them said, "No, I don't think it was him." I mean, Eddie. oh, so he your point? Like so, your
1: point is the reason it. That's why you said blurry, right? Because they're
2: from their view. They're kind of getting it, but not really. Exactly. I think he did it as a point to his disciples. It's like because he, cause he rebukes them that, later, a couple of chapters later in Mark, that they're not seeing. He's well, like, why you're...
1: couldn't he? Why couldn't it be representative of the Pharisees? Were there any Pharisees around in Mark eight?
2: Not at not at the healing. No. Oh, but okay. I'm saying he, he he and we're going to get there in John nine. I think he was doing it to try to teach a lesson to the disciples. It's like. It's almost like I got to touch you a second time before you're seeing what's going on. Well, it could be on.
1: like a that's prerequisite. My no, no, I think that's better than a theory. I think that's what he was doing. But when did that occur? Maybe at the resurrection, because you know Maybe. they all believed
2: right. him. You know, then they were touched again. That's right. At the resurrection, how many times do you read in the Gospels where it says, "Then they realized what he was talking about after oh, the resurrection"? Right. Then they realize, so that's yeah. what opened their eyes ultimately, which was why the Pharisees well, never got that's it.
1: That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good idea. I
2: think that's why. It, well, they, we know he didn't. Well, I know like have he, some kind of,
1: uh, you know, like a, a break from heaven, or like we, you know, the surge line. Right. Wherever he was getting the power, you know that's somebody was tripped a... over the cord in <laughs> heaven. An angel, you know, was fighting with a demon. There was and a they... kink in the hose, you know, yeah, or something I, like that. Well, that's what the world. So would let me think. ask was you: like, oh, we we've had a power.
0: Whoops, he almost sure. missed that one. <laughs> yeah,
1: or God was sleeping for a second, and somebody woke him up. I mean, that's what they're because you just can't relate. So
2: to that, that my next question then, before we get, I back was to thinking
0: this. with the guy that got the cataract out of my eye. But he did say, come back in three days after the operation. He said, I need to check that. Well, came back then. He said, Yeah, keep these drops going in your eyes. But you were
1: seeing strange things, yeah, weren't
0: you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Two weeks later, he says, So let's go in. And and he put up the the number, the letters over there on the wall. And I'm sitting there, you know. So I, I said, Yeah, A, A, J, Q, five, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> and he said, whoops, he said, 2015. I said, you're kidding. He said, you now have 2015 vision, which is better than 2020. I
2: thought 2020 was Because the I got guy. the
0: cataract out of your eye. So there was a little bit of him checking, kind of like Jesus was from a doctor's standpoint, you know. He just, he said, you, you, you're good to go. Well, my, I must need a it cataract. Improved. All I can
2: see is E when I don't have my glasses on.
0: Yeah, the B. The B. He, the B he said. Uh, he I said instead see. of no. doing this, he held up a book in front of me. He said instead of doing this, look, I'm looking right here, right now at this book. You say, can you read it? I barely can, but it's blurry. What's this? I move it right there. I'm same way, but pretty only pretty out clear. of the
1: right eye. Well, you know, so I close my look. Well, if when I... he
0: fixed it, when he when he took the cataract out, I went from I'm 2015, but he said instead well, of. Well, can like you this, see it now? Now it's blurry, but he said you to pull back a little bit. Well, I, Phil. I right? said, You got to be kidding. He said, No. You just took your money because
1: I'm the same way right now and I hadn't had a cataract surgery.
0: Well, that's why you need a little tune up. <laughs> but you're still blurry. Tune-up. Can do, they didn't do a tune up, man. <laughs> well,
1: wait a minute. But you're saying you're still blurry now? Yeah, up close. If it's close. Well, I,
0: I, that's the way I am, right? No, whatever when I get he right put here, it's whatever blurry. Whatever kind of lens he put in there to replace, to get rid of the cataract, whatever they do to. To replace oh that? Oh my goodness! He yeah. said, just going to vary it just a little bit. Now instead of here, you're going. He's well. He said, watch. He said, what about that? I said. He said, clearer, blurry. I said, blurry. He moved it back about that far. He said, what about now? I said, perfect. He said, that's why I got 2015 vision. Those, those numbers. Okay. They all.
1: This guy, I don't believe him. Because huh? look, I, I paid him. So I mean, <laughs> all right. Look, all I just I know. We're, the spiritual. I, I know is this. More I can see
0: better now than I could before.
1: <laughs> now you got con. Look right here, <laughs> it's blurry. Okay, I haven't. I hadn't been to an eye doctor in my life, and this just started happening.
0: Oh yeah. All right.
1: When Welcome I move, look, to
0: the fifty-year-old. When I move it back right here, perfect. Yep. I can
1: see perfectly. Yep. Neither this man nor his parents see. Look. When I come up, uh oh, it got blurry. Yep. So look, close the right eye. Not blurry. Oh well, a little, but right there, fine. Same yeah.
0: way with me. But well, it's it's your eyes. You might have got that inherited. One of my eyes is one but, way. But you the were other saying it was because of your surgery. Look, if I do this and I'm looking at the TV. <laughs> You know, I can see. And clip. you're doing this to hear. I can do this, and I said, "He said <laughs> one eye is far sighted, the other eye is nearsighted That's where you are, my friend." We'll but see, you're saying that happened as a result of your cataract surgery. I'm saying it just happened. Age, age.
2: All right, let's age on the eyes. Let's take our last break. So here, so you're right about the near side and far Because let me blow your mind then. So here for me. Perfect. I mean, I mean, I can read it all. I could read it, but yep. when I go back, I can't see anything. Yep. You go on that wall well, right there. That's a different there. problem. Well, because I'm I, I'm nearsighted. Could I can be see both
0: it. your eyes. I'm seeing up close. I can't see far away. One of mine is is nearsighted. One of them's far Well, If I had to, pick so look, ones, he just he like chose mine. in the middle where they yeah, both come together. Because I have to have glasses to see. your so I didn't get conned. That guy knew what he was doing, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but this all happened after the surgery. I went from my left eye saying, it's just a blur, everything. I went from there to all I could do is move this back a little bit about that far. Well, he just put you to where I am.
2: That's right. Okay. See, if I put my glasses on... Then I can see now. I can see Connor. Oh, look. I can see good, stuff, I'm but I can't with, see this I'm anymore. You have well.
1: seventeen pairs of glasses on the table <laughs> right now, right and now. you just had surgery. <laughs>
0: get
1: close. Look at the glasses; <laughs> they're piled up here. Perfect. <laughs> it looks like to me you
0: have multiple. <laughs> <laughs> better without the glasses. I <laughs> will tell you what. Let me go spit oh on the ground goodness. and put it's, it on. your that's I was
2: say, We're back to the spit again. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. So
0: finish your story. So, <laughs> they're
2: <Well>, arguing <arrogant> about. <laughs> well, we're not going to finish it all today. But so here's what happens. So the guy goes, he's healed. His neighbors see him, and I'll just summarize the next. So this verses. is the Mark 8? Uh, no, we're back to John okay. 9. Yeah. Mark 8, that's, that was another one. But weird... that was a crazy story. It's a crazy just story. Just as crazy because he. Well, and, and the point I was going to ask you guys is it's interesting that Jesus showed he had a myriad of healing Ways to do things. I mean, like he he didn't just stick to one thing. Sometimes he could speak it. He could, you know.
1: Both stories have one thing in common. He was trying to get them to see that Jesus is the light. That's right. I mean, we take being blind as a powerful, horrible condition, physically blind, which I'm sure he does too. But he healed him so he could see not just... Physically, but he was he gets back into this Jesus being the light, which is what we talked about in John three right. and John one, and, and to, living
2: to, your life out loud and proud and confessing. And your to sin. the point that you've made consistently through this whole book of John, the sign was never the point; he mm-hmm. was the point. And then you notice he always has a lesson out of the sign. In other words, he's trying to, especially his disciples, he's trying to get them to understand it's not the miracle. He knows what's going to happen when he's gone. They're going to have this power. And then it would be real easy if they didn't understand the narrative here that then they would just be doing it for their own glory, which, by the way, is what happens in almost every New Testament. Well, we don't
1: want to say, but I'm going to say. (laughs) Well, people don't. this makes people uncomfortable, but I'm going to say this. (laughs) What we don't want to say, I'm fixing to say. I'm going to say it because I think it's the point, but nobody wants to talk about this, especially people who don't believe in God. But if you let this go in your mind – Jesus would would the the point is you would be better off
0: in Jesus blind physically it's a great point than because, the opposite because even without your eye having vision the, the 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 souls among us the brothers who are blind they can still see the light that's and right. they don't even have
1: eyes. Well, that was his point. I think that's why he picked a blind man. But you got to remember, now we got back to where we started, which is why the bad things happen. There's some situations that you're actually better off in, and we don't want to pray these prayers. You know, like a prayer you don't want to pray, I have prayed them before, <laughs> is do whatever it takes for this to happen, for them to see you and and your son. Well, once I pray that prayer, I'm like, Get, Whatever it takes, get ready. if it has to be something bad. But I would rather, especially when it comes to my kids, my wife, those I love, I'd, I would rather something bad happen and they stay with Jesus, I mean bad in a physical way, we, than the opposite.
2: We have one of our uh, our mentors who's, who's passed away and his wife too, that they lost a son. Um, he was in his 20s. In a car wreck, bad car wreck. He and his wife died. Their daughter survived, and uh, which I just met with her and her husband a few weeks ago, working on some issues. But his mom, the, the mom, the grandmother Barbara, she prayed that prayer. She, she for all her children. She said, "God, I, I want them to be in heaven forever." And so, whatever that means, if, you know, that's what I want. Well, they died at a terrible car wreck in their twenties. And but when I watched them through that process, all of us did. Their faith never wavered, because she said, no, "Well, I already told the Almighty whatever it takes for them to be in mm-hmm. heaven." And so, in her mindset, so other people look at that and say, "Well, that's crazy." I mean, you know, why? Why? You know, this yeah, shouldn't... the world has a really
1: problem with it because they're like, "This is so bizarre." But for us, if you if you believe the resurrection's real, and God's greater purpose is real.
2: So the, just, the first you, you just go with it. The first thing Carl said, who's who we all love, this Carl, his when his son died, the first because Kellett was there, he told me this, he looked at, at Barbara, and they're in shock, of course, the state troopers there, and he looked at her and he said, Barbie, that's what he said, Barbie, Barbie, this is what we live for. Now that was his first words. Hmm. on hearing that his son and daughter had just been killed. Now, that's a man of faith. We talk about a man that reasons to the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we know that because we know this man. He lived that his whole life. He sure did. And so that's kind of the point. Of, of he literally was the most
1: positive, or is, because
2: he didn't go anywhere
1: really. <laughs> no, that's
0: right. We, he is I still
2: quote him in almost every sentence.
0: Positive person. Every day ever. <laughs> at some point he would say, always oh, remember, guys. The best days are yet, yet to come. To come. Yeah. Go for it! <laughs> I told Phyllis that.
1: That's right. My favorite thing he did though was that when he would, he would, he would uh, almost sing a song, and then I think he realized because he was a terrible singer. <laughs> Maybe he'd go. Bow. <laughs> he, he would like come out of his office, and it was like he forgot where he was.
2: And he's like, "Oh, there's other people Baby. listening." Bam. <laughs> and he would just get quiet. My favorite thing he is He used to close out a prayer sometimes at church when we met, and he would say he would give announcements in his prayer. He said, "We're going to yeah. pray for this family, and the visitations at two o'clock at Mullerhurst today." And he would just slip in that little you know announcement in the prayer. Uh, I miss me some Carl. So we're about out of time. Uh, We are days away uh, when this podcast air uh, airs uh, for the release of Jesus politics How to win back the soul of America. So I want to remind you guys about that. If you hadn't already got a pre copy of the book to be sure and get that Uh, it'll bless your life. We'll be doing a lot of media about it. So you'll be seeing a lot of stuff in the next few days, but uh, very important in the current climate to talk about uh, who Christ is kingdom living and how those things impacted. So I, I expect the book to do well, Dad. I think it's the perfect time for it to come out uh, as well. So I hope so. We're excited about that. So next time we are going to get back to this story on uh, John 9, because look, there's more. I mean, it's they the investigation is what comes up next, which is so reminds me of some of these things you see today when these people... Get after somebody, you know, oh, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. That's but you so, gotta remember the
1: man did spit on somebody and claimed to heal him. Mud dies. That, that requires a full investigation.
2: <laughs> well, we're gonna get one and the implications are gonna be pretty crazy too. So we'll do that next time on the shame. So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook, and be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast.